BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one size fits all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. Hey, what's up? This is Greg Christian from Testament, and you're listening to Talking Metal. Hello, everyone. This is Billy Sheehan, your faithful bass player. You're listening to me right here on Talking Metal. This is Bill. And this is Brent, and we are in... Mastodon. You're listening to Talking Metal, dudes and dudettes. Hey, this is Allison from the Donnas, and you're listening to Talking Metal. What's up? This is Bam Margera, and you're listening to Talking Metal. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Liftoff. It's time to rock. Broadcasting worldwide from John Astronomy Silver Spacecraft. You are listening to the Talking Metal Podcast. So sit back, grab a drink, turn up the earbuds, and hit that oxygen axle road style. Because this ship has just hit hyperspace. Ladies and gentlemen, will you please welcome the greatest podcasters this side of Mars, Mark Striegel and John Astronomy. Hey guys, welcome to another edition of Talking Metal. John Astronomy here. It is Tuesday, July 5th, 7.17 a.m. I am actually really getting into doing these early morning podcasts before I go to work. And I just got back from the holiday weekend. Mark spent some time with his family over the weekend, as did I. And I was in PA, and uh, it was nice to get out of the city for a while and go back to the country. So anyway, I am back. It's like 100 degrees in New York, and that's kind of rare for us here. So uh, everybody's freaking out. And, uh, you know, I got my AC on. I don't know if it's working all that well, but uh, at least it's not 100 inside my apartment, which is, you know, a good deal. So anyway, guys, I want to bring you some music today uh, by some cool bands. And, and most of this music is fairly new, um, and it's really new to me. Um, I got the new Deftones album, which is called Diamond Eyes. And uh, we were supposed to hook up with these guys uh, maybe about a month ago and a month and a half ago. They were in New York to do some promo stuff. And uh, unfortunately, I know my work schedule, uh, I couldn't work it out. I couldn't get out of work in time to uh, go over to the record company and hang out with these guys. And I was bummed out about that. But in September, these guys are going on tour with Mastodon and Alice in Chains. So we hope to hook up with the Deftones then. Uh, in the meantime, these guys are, are doing their own headlining tour starting August 6th in Ventura, California. 
uh, and ending up uh, September 14th, Cleveland, Ohio, House of Blues. And then they start right up two days later, you know, on the uh, Allison Chains Mastodon tour. So that's going to be pretty wild. And uh, these guys are going to keep busy. And you guys know that, you know, the Deftones have experienced some tough times lately. And uh, their longtime bassist, Chi Chang, uh, is in a semi conscious state after a car crash back in 2008 so everybody go see him on this diamond eyes support tour and uh every ticket that is sold um one dollar from that is going to be donated to a fund set up for bassist chi chang so that's one way to see one of the greatest bands out there and also to uh, donate to a good cause and let's hope that he recovers now you guys may know that uh, Deftones used a different bassist on on the album, and uh, they, they wrote a special note. Let me read it here. It says, Chi, we missed you dearly in the making of this record. You're in our minds always. Hope to talk with you again soon, buddy. Love, Chino, Steph, Frank, and Abe. And then there's a website you can check out called oneloveforchi.com. It's O-N-E-L-O-V-E-F-O-R-C-H-I.com. So check that out. And then subbing or, you know, playing bass on this record, I don't know if you would call it subbing, is Sergio Vega. So anyway, the record sounds great, and uh, I would like to play you the title track. Sometimes I, I always play either title tracks or the first song off of the record, but sometimes I do that because if I was putting out an album, I would want the first song to really represent the sound and feel of the album. So that's what I'm going to do. If you haven't heard it yet, guys, this is Diamond Eyes by the Deftones. Hey guys, that was Diamond Eyes from the latest record from the Deftones. I call it a record, even though it's not a record. It's a CD album. That's the proper terminology, album. Guys, uh, before I get into any more music, I want to tell you about a couple of things. Um, We, Talking Metal, Mark Striegel and John Astronomy, are guest hosting the MTV2 Headbangers Ball Monday. July 12th, late night, 3 a.m. Technically, it's Tuesday morning. Our very special guest is Judas Priest, vocalist and main dude, Rob Halford, and also our good friend Metal Mike from Halford. So, guys, you got to tune in 
try to watch it if you can stay up. The best thing to do is to watch it. If you can't stay up, uh, at least DVR it or tape it or, or do whatever. But you got to check us out in the Headbangers Ball. It's going to be great. We're going to show some amazing videos spanning Rob's legendary career. And uh, you know what bands he was in. He was in Helford. He was in Fight. He was in two. But I'm not sure... I have to look back at the videos we selected because even though, guys, we might say, oh, well, we really like that particular song by that particular band, that doesn't necessarily mean that all those videos are going to be available for us to show. But uh, we took a look at all the videos that were available, and we picked a bunch of cool ones for you guys. So what a cool thing to see some great classic videos by Rob Helford and the various bands he's been in, uh, including Judas Priest, on MTV2's Headbangers Ball. So... Tune in, and then don't forget the following week we are going to be hosting it with Bobby Blitz from Overkill, and we're going to do the same kind of a thing. We're going to show some cool videos from Overkill, plus some videos that Bobby is a fan of, like nonfiction featuring our good friends Dan Lorenzo and Ellen Tecchio. So there, that's going to be cool. Now, there's a bit of a scandal brewing uh, right now. I, I don't even think Mark knows this yet because I haven't spoken to him yet this morning, but... We are revamping our YouTube page. That's youtube.com slash talking metal. Go check it out. It looks a little different. If you haven't checked it out you know, since last week, uh, you'll notice there are some changes on the page. Um, well, I just got shocked. How about that? I just touched my lips to the mic you know, by accident. And, uh, of course, a jolt of electricity. It just happened again. Shot right through my face. Uh, I don't know what the deal is, but uh, I'm going to keep on going. Because I, I don't want to take the time to figure out why I am getting shocked, so I'm just going to bear with it. So anyway, we're going to start putting up a lot of cool new content. And what I've been doing is taking some cool videos that we've done through the years and post them, post a link to the YouTube page on my Facebook page. If you guys haven't checked me out on Facebook, do so. Um, just go to Facebook and search John Ostronomy, and uh, I'm sure I'm the only person that comes up with that name. So check that out. You'll, you'll see various videos that I post, but there is a scandal brewing among uh, some some Guns N' Roses uh, fans right now. And uh, I posted a clip of uh, Mark and I hanging out with Slash at the Rainbow, and uh, we have a few different people commenting on it, some negatively and uh, some positively. There's a guy who we're good friends with. His name is Sean, and he wrote... Another cool interview, J.O. Talking Metal kicks ass. Thanks to both you and Mark for bringing the metal to the fans and for the great new music you guys feature. Very cool. That's from Sean. Now, um, there's this guy named Warchild, GNR Inc. He's one of my friends on Facebook, but he is not a fan of this interview, and he wrote, Choke, Vomit, Ahem. <laughs> uh, apparently he is a, a, an, an Axel fan and uh, he is not really a fan of this Slash interview. And then we have our good friend Abby Kirsch, who was an on-air personality at MTV. She has uh, joined into the comments and what's really cool is you'll see Rand Berkey, guitarist of Atheist, also left a comment. But his is more just kind of like talking to me and uh, less about the feud regarding the Slash interview. So, anyway, if you guys want to check that out, go to my Facebook page, uh, become a friend, and you will be able to see that. And, guys, I also want to read a letter that I thought was pretty cool as well. 
And let me see if I can get back to it. This comes into TalkingMetal at Yahoo.com. It is from Tori, all the way from Australia, and she says, Hey, was just leaving an opinion on the hottest chicks in metal thing you did in episode 312, I think. Just before I get into that, I'm a big fan of your podcast, though I haven't been listening to it for that long. As a metal chick myself, I have no problem with that idea, although I'm not sure about whether the chicks are actually hot because I don't read Revolver. Although, on the other hand, one of the many things I've always liked about the whole metal scene is the fact that people generally don't give a shit about whether you're wearing makeup, whether what you're wearing is designer label or not, or generally whatever the fuck you look like, unless you're really ugly, which is really a problem, whoever your friends are. (laughs) Guess I'm a bit of a fence-sitter, although I guess you can't really stretch a leg anywhere in this world without poking someone in the arse. Someone's always going to dislike whatever the hell you do. But really, it's all cool with me. Well, Tori, thank you for your letter. We really appreciate your support of Talking Metal. And uh, please keep in touch. So, thanks, guys. Thanks, all of you guys, for all the comments that keep coming in to TalkingMetal at Yahoo.com, to Twitter, to uh, the Talking Metal forums. You guys are all really, really cool. And Mark and I really appreciate your support. So anyway, guys, I want to move on to an album that I have to say I should be reprimanded for not getting this album until last night. So I apologize to the band Ramstein <laughs> and uh, all the Ramstein fans. Uh, I've just been a little crazed, and um, th- this album you know, came out in 2009, but I just got it today. Ramstein's new album is called Lieb East Fur Alada. I know I butchered that pronunciation, but that actually means love is there for everyone in German. And there's quite a bit of scandal um, surrounding this record. The album was banned, and it couldn't be sold over the counter, or it couldn't be displayed in stores in Germany. Some kind of a scandal. And uh, basically, uh, this uh, website, guardian.co.uk, writes, In a high-profile victory for artistic freedom, German metal band Ramstein have won an appeal to display their latest album in the country's stores. A Cologne court ruled in favor of the group, reversing a law that effectively banned Lieb East für Ella Da from public display. Then there was a scandal uh, involving one of the songs, Each to Dear We, which means uh, I Want to Hurt You. And it said that song was harmful to children, saying that they were glorifying violence and unprotected sex. And the artwork was um, also a bit questionable, not to me, but to some of these other people. Basically, they said the album's artwork, which featured a butcher standing over a naked woman and a photograph of guitarist Richard spanking a nude prisoner. And I think the butcher was Teal. I, I got to take a look at the artwork again. Teal Lindemann, lead vocalist of Ramstein. But anyway, I want to play a track off of this record, and I think it's great. This one is called Weidmann's Hail. Uh, that means Hunter's Salute. In German, and the song is about hunting for something. Uh, it could be interpreted as hunting for deer. It could be interpreted possibly as deer in heat hunting for other deer. Or it could be about deer hunting for deer who are in heat. Or it could be about man hunting for woman. So uh, check it out, guys. Right now, this is our good friend Richard and Ramstein with Weidmann's Hail.
sound sample of Vitamins Hail by Ramstein from their latest release, which I just got yesterday, and I apologize that it took me this long to get this record, because Ramstein are honestly one of my absolute, absolute favorite bands. So guys, I want to uh, end this podcast with a, a great track from an album that's not new, but uh, when I was looking in my iTunes, I was looking at the um, Deftones and what other band starts with D, Death Clock, because you know it was coming up right in a row, because I had my stuff sorted by artist. So I want to play a Death Clock tune. Uh, guys, as you know, Season 3 of Death Clock uh, is in progress, but it kind of stopped after five episodes. Not because the show got canceled or anything, but that's the way they apparently planned to show five episodes kind of like up front, kind of take a little break. And then in August, uh, according to a posting on AdultSwim.com, the rest of Season 3 is supposed to start back up again. I don't know if you saw the uh, Deathmas episode, but that might have been literally the greatest, one of the greatest, if not the greatest episode of Metalocalypse. And it was so funny. Just just go check it out, guys. Trust me. Dr. Roxo makes an appearance. It's really, really great. Dick Nubbler, the uh, <laughs> Death Clock producer, makes an appearance. That's one of my favorite characters. He's so funny. I like when he, in this one episode he's telling uh, Murderface, he's like, shake it out. Shake it out. No, I, it's got to be in Deathmas. Yeah, like, shake it out. Shake it out. He uses all the jargon that producers use, like in you know what you would think a Hollywood producer would use, babe. And what's really even funnier is that the names that are used for this entourage, curb your enthusiasm style. You know what? What is it called? Text? Not text. Uh, you know the conversations. It sounds like L.A. kind of like industry names, like Marty and. I don't know, for some reason I always thought Marty was like an industry name for a guy. Who knows? You guys might think I'm completely out of it or insane, and you're probably right. Anyway, enough of that. Let's hear Bloodrecuted from, and I hope I'm even pronouncing that right. I think that's the way it's pronounced, Bloodrecuted, from Death Album 1 by Death Clock and Menelocalypse. So right now, this is Death Clock by way of our good friend Brendan Small with blood recuted. Hey, this is Pickle the Drummer from Death Clack and um you're listening to Attack in Metal. Uh yeah. <laughs> 